as we cover many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Are you ready to get jacked up? Are you with us? Then listen on. show another all-star guest panel we got natalie gold how are you hi i'm doing good how are you and i'm never better we got max wood from galaxy of film what's going on man how you been climbing <laughs> <laughs> ricocheting and I good beer you. bad movie nights pete quint today <laughs> how is everyone today I, th- I think we're hunting monsters it. <laughs> right. Right. it's good to meet y'all this is cool i'm i'm real excited to be here Let's get it on. Yes, the number, <laughs> yeah, one, man. the number one Tremors fan is on our show. Um, so, Ooh. out of all uh, subjects that we just we we could agree on, we we're just like, let's just talk about Jim Henson and his Muppet cast. <laughs> can't um, go wrong, man. It's Jim Henson, baby. Can't go wrong. Isn't it wild how not only how this has spawned, you know, like any famous cartoon, just multiple generations, but it's just second nature. I can't think of any time where anyone isn't referencing these characters in some capacity. <laughs> just like if there's a character at work who someone who you know whose name is Ernie, you know, uh, it's not going to take long before someone does a bird impression like, hey, bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Betty never heard that joke before. You're right. Uh, Everyone knows that's a hard life. <laughs> Anyone who pretty much is in the world of puppetry uh, has actually taken probably a Jim Henson class just because they really did kind of change the industry and what people knew about making, you know, all this, you know, vaudeville kind of stuff become part of the film and theater community. <laughs> yeah, can we just have a, a guest on that? Uh, she's the, she part of the Mystery Science Theater crew? Yes, she was a delight. Yeah, I interviewed the new host. Yeah, that was a great that was a great show, man. That was really cool. She really was, and it was just so gracious of her to do that because I didn't see anyone else even wanting bringing it up. It seemed like everyone else was just wanting to talk about reviewing the seasons and everything. I'm like, let's talk about the new people since when else are you going to be able to talk to them? You know, it's just right, right. Mentions mm-hmm. you want to talk other puppets. It seems like just about anyone who's been involved with you know, Jabba the Hutt or Yoda puppetry or Gremlins type stuff. They, they definitely have been trained by, you know, some Jim the Henson, Henson folk, yeah. Uh, Brian Henson, obviously. Yeah, aren't the Star Wars, aren't the Star Wars puppets from uh, Henson? Yeah, Henson listed, creation. Yeah. 
uh, he, he, he basically yeah. He, he yeah he just lended frank oz to them do the puppetry and the voice yeah kind of unofficially or i guess you could say unofficial cousins <laughs> mm. <laughs> i found out that um uh the muppets were on the first season of snl and uh really? yeah they uh they had a whole like monsters segment on snl sweet um, wow. it didn't last very long <laughs> oh, <sadly. laughs> it's probably actually funny uh, it was funny to me but probably not for the right reasons like it it, <laughs> it definitely I don't know if it was funny back then, like, you know, in the seventies, but what you had, people had too much to drink, but yeah, it is interesting how, like you say, it's, uh, it's an interesting predicament of how they had to kind of test the waters. Yeah. And sometimes they, it's very early Jim Henson. It's like just, it's around the same time that he was developing Muppets and Sesame street, I think. Okay. And just yeah. so unheard of of his what he used to make it happen by doing the whole, well, you know, I don't want to be associated with just a kid's show or just an adult themed puppet show. So I'm going to, you know, uh, downplay my huge role in this. ABC wants mm-hmm. to syndicate it, but doesn't want to actually be the one to air it. So I'll ser- sell it to the British TV channels and they'll eventually end up on the same network anyway so i'll get exposure so it's it's just wild how you don't know who some of the fools are in charge of programming how they just turn some <laughs> stuff down and i mean i even asked frank conniff of mystery science theater when he why some stuff doesn't get picked up and he's like usually everyone's in on the same joke it's just whether how you got there and if the joke is too slow it doesn't matter if you're talking just top of the line, someone who everyone loves, you know, if it's just not quite there, then, you know, they're just not going to mm-hmm. say yes and pick it up. Right. And it's just wild because you would think that in a world of Netflix where everyone's finding ways to kind of cut corners and, you know, film something for 2 million or under that everyone needs some kind of content. <laughs> mm. Too true. Too true. Ah, but uh, so, uh, Miss Gold, uh, how did you get into uh, Henson's uh, works? Was it just kind of people were showing you uh, just various videotapes and compilations of their various shows, or just they were on TV a bunch? Um, I grew up with the the Muppet Show. Um, okay. in the nineties, like the, the, the older episodes, my dad had recorded oh, the even older original yeah. ones. Yeah. From, um, he would put them on VHS tapes. And nice. so I would watch those. I still, I vividly remember watching the Prince episode and I think one with Charo. Nice. Um, that sounds right. remember? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all remember yeah, Charo? She did her coochie coochie. <laughs> dance (laughs) there somewhere (laughs) somewhere yeah uh pete i grew up with that uh totally Uh, so pete how did you come to know about him well i'm i'm a little older than probably most of the folks here uh i I watched it on tv uh when it was on um 
and yeah, I we had Muppet books. I had toys. Um, I had a I had a Ralph the dog puppet. I had a Kermit the frog, just plush. I had an animal that's eyebrows opened and closed. That was my absolute favorite. Nice. Uh, but I watched it on TV and I I loved it. I, of course, I grew up on Sesame Street when that was mm-hmm. uh, when I was much younger. Fraggle Rock came around um, when I was able to see Nickelodeon. We didn't have cable at home, but when I go else, like my aunts, she always had cable and the Fraggle Rock was great. It was what a great show. Mm-hmm. So I've I've followed not through his entire career, but I would say for a good portion of it. I mean, that was definitely my childhood. That was right in my wheelhouse uh, when the show was on and went to the theater, saw the movies. So I'm, I've yeah. got a lot of history with him. Yeah, I think you've confirmed it, Pete. You're definitely older than the rest of us. You be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It's getting rowdy in here. Uh, so uh, Max. A little sexier you... than all of you. Oh, Sorry. God. Sorry about that. <laughs> getting the looks now. Okay, so Max, when did you decide to make this part of your viewing experience? <laughs> Um, dude, I, my mom is a Muppet fanatic. And yeah, <laughs> threw me into this very early on. I grew up um, early two thousands. You know, born ninety nine. So, um, I had this like weird corner of PBS growing up, where like during summer, staying at my grandmother's house, and like the weird like coming home at two o'clock after elementary school. I had this weird corner of when I would turn on PBS, I'd either get like you know your Sesame Street always, but I catch Fraggle Rock a lot. Bear in the Big Blue House and Dinosaurs quite often. Oh, Dinosaurs, yes. There you That's go. Great show. Um, yes. It's like that was like my initial yeah. like yeah. Yeah. introduction. Not quite sure when like just the Muppet stuff, like, you know, Kermit Foz and all them came in. Mm-hmm. But I have such, some of like my earliest memories in life are watching those movies, like in bed, sick of my mom as a toddler. Um, fell in love with them from a, from a very early age and still hold up with me. Um, like one of my screenplays I'm currently writing now, I'm referencing the bar scene between Kermit and Rolf in the first film. Oh. Um, I, I adore the Muppets, man. Very early on in my life. I believe you remind me of the dinosaurs. My gosh. Dinosaurs. Not the baby. And then not the mama. Well, not the baby. That's not, the, not the mama. <laughs> not the mama. Not the mama. <laughs> and then the son, uh, Brian Henson, created Farscape, which is just a weird take on the whole lost in phase. Uh, space star trek you know formula but with mm, a few yeah. puppets and yeah I'm, I'm with you guys this is pretty much all part of my whole thing i was always watching sesame streets and the various specials and movies and Muppets yeah. were different i i adore the muppet movie the very first one they made wasn't as keen on it when disney took it over but i, I mean i would even watch just a bunch of like i think it was like muppet fairy tale theater was a commonly replayed vhs tape i would watch with cousins it's just and there was no getting around it uh grandparents and uncles love it so it was just one of those like yeah, yeah we're gonna watch muppet treasure island tonight we're gonna watch this one and then oh, we're gonna yeah. watch this oh, other special i mean yeah, yeah mm-hmm. totally I think lots of excuses to watch that's that one probably what it is about the muppets it is universally uh it's not just that it's family friendly like it just any age is really it's accessible to them. There's something for everybody there. It's yeah, there wild. enough adult humor throughout the show that uh, it's it's great for kids and adults. I mean, it's yeah. truly a family show where everyone can watch it. 
Yeah, some, everyone's going to get something out of it. So <laughs> wild, because you would think there'd be something that might not age well if it's been as far back as the 70s, but it's just a rarity. It's like somehow it's as universal as, say, Couple things like Rocky. Yeah. I think the it. thing that ages is the uh, the the guests on the original show. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of these a lot of these kids. <laughs> a lot of these kids. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. That's not what I meant. Don't uh, tip your hand, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> just the you know, as as uh, actors and actresses age, uh, they they go in and out of the zeitgeist, and you don't quite people don't remember them. Like that first Muppet movie, who's going to remember Richard Pryor? Making a cameo, Steve Martin. I definitely um, remember Steve Martin, but Steve I Martin, Martin has stuck there with were so many cameos in that. And how many Alice films? Cooper? Yeah, yeah, you referenced Prince. I mean, God yeah. forbid people forget Prince. Um, <laughs> and, when, and I think it was back when, when he was the artist formerly known as Prince. I think they what? referenced the symbol. I think so. I think they yeah, talk about it in that episode. Really, yeah. mm-hmm. he was the symbol for that long, huh? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Wow. Yes. Okay. And Muppets Take Manhattan was on ABC Family quite a lot. My sister would always try and mm. rent the Muppet caper from the library. And I think we Muppet owned the tape of Muppets from Space. So it's like, yeah, we always saw <laughs> a bunch of the movies and specials somewhere, you know, every few years. A classic theater, that's the one that I'm thinking of. And uh, I'd never really messed with any of the direct video stuff. And when they rebooted in oh, 2011 yeah. and 2014, I was just like, yeah, yeah. This, I'm glad you guys are, this is kind of how I was with the new Star Trek. And I'm like, I'm glad you are keeping this alive so that people who eat up the generic stuff can eventually go back and, you know. Yeah, the, have access to it. The OGs. <laughs> the original. Yeah. So have, you, have you guys watched the new stuff on Disney Plus? I have the oh, uh, one that's kind of like a streaming episode that's hosted oh, by Skeeter. Uh, no, the new... that's not the one I'm referencing. That's Brand uh, That's oh, who? Oh, oh, oh. That's Brand Oh, you're talking about the giant, like, uh, it's like an alien one. It's kind of like a play on ALF or something. Oh, I've no. never heard of that one. I've watched yeah. the one yeah, you yeah, talk yeah. on that. Yeah, there, there's yeah. like some sci-fi Muppet show on Disney Plus oh. now. Shit. Okay. Okay. So to dig that one up for sure. No, there was. They tried to reboot the. So the Muppet Show. Uh, Okay. But they tried to re. In the nineties, there was Muppets Tonight, and then yes, the the newest one you're talking about was kind of a more mockumentary. It would air after Modern Family and. Mm Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one adult. was on ABC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's last. another one now that Max and I are talking about on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That okay. it's like Skeeter is is the tech dude. And they're they're doing this constant like popping into videos that <laughs> Skeeter is uploading in oh. real time, okay. uh, quote unquote. Okay. Um, and so Miss Piggy has a segment with Tay Diggs. It's hysterical. Um, uh, uh, Kermit has been on a Muppet appearance. It seems like they get pictures about (laughs) every celebrity and they instantly say yes. It's like, yay, something my kid can watch. What I'm amazed is like how consistently Tay Diggs has been on each episode. Muppets Now. That's the one. Muppets Now. That's the one you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, that's no, the I'm, one where it's kind of like it came yes. out during quarantine, so it's very like a Zoom based almost. Yes. Oh, totally. The- I'm not familiar with this one. Yeah. Muppets now. Voice of Kermit bugged me in that. 
Oh yeah, Beaker and um, the other one have a, a science segment. What was that? Was it okay, Matt Vogel? Yeah, he's. I guess he just wasn't his usual self because it seems like he's been Kermit for the longest time, but or has he? Might have he sounds he sounded a little bit weird. I'm used to Steve Whitmire at this point mm-hmm. still. You know, oh, so what you brought a- up, I think, Cam, the the straight to DVD stuff. I grew up on that too. So like, I was, I, I'd argue, I'm used to Steve more than Jim as Kermit. <laughs> based off really? like swampier stuff i watched the hell out of that on vhs growing up kermit's uh, uh swamp has, time anyone else watch that i yeah, keep someone... seeing the ads for it on every sony release but i never picked it up oh my gosh I it did. is insane um it's like prepubescent kermit like just giving into like some random activities um there's no it just reminded me of muppet babies Oh, yeah. oh my god! I saw plenty of that babies. back in the day. I yeah, I was all up yeah. in that show. I grew up um, with that. That I grew up with that. Like that was actually on TV while I was growing up. They apparently that was did a, a new great version. theme song. What's that? There's a new version of it. There's a new Muppet Babies. Is that yeah, it's on Disney Plus? Oh. And can we see the nanny now, or was it still just? <laughs> I don't know about that. I haven't watched all of it. <laughs> I think I just <sighs> in passing saw a couple clips. Um, the babies was the best. Oh, <laughs> I would I would watch that today. I might have to go watch Swamp Beers again, man. Just thinking about it, um, it's like it's Kermit goes on this adventure with these two random friends who are never brought up in anything else Muppet related. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how like there's what Doc Hopper. Is his name from the first Muppet film is constantly after Kermit in the Muppet I think movie. So. Yeah. There's a scientist that's after Kermit that wants to like dissect him. <laughs> and so there's this like this, oh, it's terrifying. horrifying for a Muppet film. <laughs> right. Um, like there's this like even <laughs> like scientist flashback of this scientist dissecting a Muppet frog. Have they ever answered any questions about that, about what is a Muppet? I I feel like it's come up in some of the shows, some of the movies. Like, are they Muppets? Are they actual things they represent? Right. I think there's a joke, and if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, because they're in a pet shop, and there's Mm -hmm. real pets in the pet shop. And because there's like a mouse Muppet with them at this point, too. I think there's also a snake with them, like on this little trip. So I remember there was a comparison at some point, I think, between a real frog and one of the little buddies that Kermit has with him. Mm-hmm. But there's like there's a blue frog with him specifically. I think it's a comparison between those two. Mm-hmm. But that's the closest I remember is in this straight to video prepubescent Kermit adventure. <laughs> well, <laughs> to answer to your question <laughs> and to prepare for this episode, I decided to listen to the Who Would Win podcast episode of Sesame Street versus the Muppets. And so I I, 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 I believe they it's it's a fun geekdom versus match. And I loved how one of them, the opposition, was defending Sesame Street. And they're like, yeah, Ernie is basically Tony Soprano. And basically uh, Oscar takes out the trash. <laughs> no one fucks with Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kind of believe that same whole gist is like they, they were using all the various segments. I'm like, no, no, see, there, there's really nothing canon about any of this Muppet universe except basically this is like, yeah, these talking animals exist among humans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Sully versus Big Bird. I want to see it. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I used to think Death there was match, like yeah. Muppet Caper. <laughs> I remember when I've watched uh, Muppet Caper for the first time, I was mad because oh. it wasn't like a third follow up to the Muppet movie directly. Like they weren't referencing other ones. My first time watching this, like little four or five year old me was pissed <laughs> watching. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bizarre kind of one and yet at the same time i can't blame him for doing that because it's like yeah it's like they were just making fun of all the on star kind of cannonball run kind of oceans 11 kind of movies just Mm. Mm -hmm. to me the canon has always been that they had a show you know yeah so then anything that ever deviated from their show origin right would always like weird me out a little bit i'm like i don't kind of like I'm not, Tunes. I'm not with like, it it exists in some kind of just ongoing it goes on and on and on until it ends mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so does so does the the muppet carol wig you out a little bit muppet you know, carol yeah that's I, a it's, masterpiece man that's a good film <laughs> i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say not, not my favorite Oh, all right. Okay. I watched it a lot growing up, and then after a while, it was one of those like I'm kind of sick of all these Christmas specials because it's just the yeah. you know, it's a wonderful life. Take that's what it comes down to for me. I'm I'm not a Christmas person. (laughs) It was one of those. I love their segments, but then yeah, and just the music goes on a little too long. Even though it is fun seeing Michael Caine interact with the guys. Yes. Mm. All the all the guests are always fantastic. Like all these little cameos that that happen on these movies are always worth it. Yeah. Always worth it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the last Muppets movie I saw was the one with um, and there's two, or is it the same one? The one with Tina Fey, the one where um, one of the Muppets can whistle. The new Muppet. Twenty fourteen. That's two thousand eleven. She's in it. That's. I'll see it. Uh, no, I don't no, think t- I saw that. Twenty fourteen. Remember where they. Is she also in the sequel? I never. That's the only movie I haven't seen. Was Most Wanted. Um, uh, yeah, she's playing. It's a Russian one that gal. has. Yeah. Uh, the one with Jason Segel. I think he wrote it. He's in 2011. Yeah. He's in 2011. Okay. I, know I think she's, he's, she's I one think of he's the, in the sequel too. He's not in the sequel. The sequel doesn't even reference the first film. Other than okay, Ricky Gervais. That's why I didn't see. But yeah, Ricky Gervais. That sounds familiar. Yeah. See, I was following them up at Canon. I was like, oh, this one doesn't acknowledge Jason Siegel. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what the, well, kept the new Muppet. for me is like, these were just mm. two giant random kind of G rated entries. And I was just happy that they did the whole 20, like, 2014, you know, mockumentary show because that was just a return to, you know, the original Muppets mm-hmm. show and Muppets Tonight. I did I appreciate that show, but they only had like one season, right? It got canceled. It wasn't even a full season. <sighs> they canceled everything that's worth watching. It's but it's fine. a Disney Plus, I think. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Muppets 2011, though. I, I love that movie. Um, like, I remember we hit it like Drunken Karaoke a few nights ago. My friend and I did Man or Muppets at the top of our lungs. It was great. Um, 2011, <laughs> dude. It's one of my favorite Muppet movies, I think. I, that was I'm good totally checking that out now <laughs> i will I send you a it. file it's so good do it. yeah do it <laughs> i gotta see it what's the name the of the new muppet what the 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 one that's jason siegel's little brother Scooter? no no that's uh no oh walter walter yeah, I, he looks like oh he's a philly because they're both orange he, when i was watching that movie i saw that one in theaters and i remember um when he starts whistling that that was his special mm-hmm. skill 
I had I had no idea who was in the casting. Then I just immediately recognized that that was Andrew Bird whistling. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard Andrew Bird? No, apparently not. <laughs> oh man. Well, aside from Walter uh, adopting that whistle as his own, right? Andrew Bird as uh, a as a musician. He's okay. he's known for like plucking the violin. Mm-hmm. It's actually really, violin. I remember doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty interesting still. Um, but yeah, look up Andrew Bird if you haven't uh ever heard of him. He's his little his his little appearance in that movie was like, oh my gosh, Andrew Bird? What? People know about him? <laughs> you really recognized him based off the whistle before even the credits. What's that? You but you purely recognized him only off his whistle, not even through the credits. Only off the whistle. He's the only person that I've heard that can whistle like that. That's I love that. I'm sure that's why they hired him. We need someone who can sing unusually. I just think it's bullshit though that Steve Whitmire, you know, like you guys were referencing earlier, played Kermit and he got fired just because Disney didn't like his input. Like he knows it better. (laughs) Was it a creative input? Because I heard it was a political thing. It was more like he didn't like how, like, they were just kind of, it's kind of wild. They acted like he exhibited unacceptable business conduct and he was hostile. And his take was Mm -hmm. just, he took the integrity of the character seriously. It's it's weird. I gotcha. I gotcha. They probably just didn't want to deal with anymore and just had too many head clashes or something. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It says here he was given two reasons, unwanted notes during the short-lived Muppets reboot on ABC and a union disagreement. Oh, unwanted notes. What do you mean? You know, when a producer comes to the set and they're often, you know, saying you got to make this change, that change. Often what Uh, most people make the mistake of doing is all you got to say is just duly noted or just, you know, nod your head yes. But most people will be very personal and basically kill the messenger, and that can, you know, shatter. Gotcha. I mean, in general, there's there's a not well, there is a hierarchy, but there is a, a protocol to how you request changes in scripts and if you even mm-hmm. do that. Um, and I it says here, first issue was they felt I had been disrespectful in being outspoken on character issues with the small group of top creative people during the ABC series. So if he was just like approaching village and just being like, Hey, I want to talk a, a bit about uh, this character. That's probably not the time or the place. It's, there's, there's mm-hmm. an unprofessionalism to that, but <laughs> I don't know. It's also s- super bullshit hierarchy shit. So that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> you just say no it's to all egotistical. It, it very, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Oh, He's a great so. guy. I did meet Steve a few years ago, which was pretty cool. Oh, at a um, convention? Was that, yeah, it was at a convention. He brings around with him. Um, the first episode he worked on was the Alice Cooper episode of Muppets. Um, and he got to personally create the Alice Cooper Muppet. So he brings that with him at conventions. So it was cool to see there. Um, it's a bit rough looking now because he's traveling with it, obviously. So that's not like it's in a case like some of the Henson exhibits. If you guys have ever been to those. Nice. Um, but it's still cool that he travels with it. He's a great guy. I didn't know there was an Alice Cooper Muppet. Mm-hmm. I got a picture with it, actually. That and Steve, it's on my Instagram. Yeah, because he appeared on the original 70s show back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You didn't remember that? Actually, that same convention, Alice Cooper was there, and that was the first time they got to see each other. 
since then up at Shop So. Oh wow. How cool. So it was cool. They came and uh they took a photo together with and everything at sea. That's very it was the cool. experience. Definitely the experience. I don't remember this at all. Oh my gosh. He's like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he knows he is one as well. Um I was gonna say you're pretty my accurate. My dad probably then, edited huh? him out of my VHS tapes. That's probably what he did. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Don't look at this guy. He's I got good. censored. Censored, man. <laughs> uh, I, every once in a while, we're always clearing out our garage, my family and I, and we're always just like, we're going to probably find just something obscure that got recorded during the 90s. And there's like, I just know there's like a, that Muppet Family Christmas special is in there somewhere. <laughs> but, got with it. John Denver? I think so, yeah. And yeah, it's kind of as bogus because it got an official DVD release, but they cropped out all half the songs because they didn't have the music clearance. I'm like, for real? Oh, okay. mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's probably true. John Denver's estate. <laughs> you got you to pay him. <laughs> and, oh. What's this? Well, that's the holdup. Is the John Denver escape is the, or estate is the, the holdup? That's a shame or something. I think there were other music artists that performed too, so that might have been a conflict of interest. Um, it is wild though, because you kind of don't think about it at first, how, you know, because all their, this is like one of the few franchises where they just were distributed through different outlets, you know, Raggle Rock's on HBO, and then Sesame Street's on PBS, and then Muppets are on, you know, whoever airs them that year. <laughs> NBC mm-hmm. or ABC right. often. And do you consider Dark Crystal and its, you know, animated follow-up and Labyrinth kind of part of this universe? Or is that like Farscape where it's a whole different oyster altogether? I don't think there's any cross-pollination there, but it's definitely the same company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Tim Henson. I'm just... Well, so I consider Yoda a Muppet, dude. Screw it. Let them all happen. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of do too. All right. Can't argue that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think of it as, you know, an umbrella company, kind of like a George Lucas production, if you think about it. They do other things. They branch out into other, <laughs> Loose. Into other stories. Loose colonies, different villages. <laughs> sure. I did see their recent special Haunted Mansion, and it wasn't bad. It was kind of just very laid back. It was like, oh, you yeah. know. I would definitely, out of the new ones, I would rather show kids this one as opposed to some of the recent movies because this one just had a better cast and it went by like no tomorrow. I was, it's only 50 minutes. <laughs> really? Okay. Mm. That's the one with Gonzo as the protagonist, right? Yeah, basically it's a Scooby-Doo type mystery. and you know. <laughs> Right, right. I, I remember that. That was fun. Oh, this is a great cast. Taraji P. Henson and Will Arnett and Yvette Nicole Brown. Yvette Nicole Beauty. Brown. Yeah. Danny yep. Trejo. Yep. <laughs> yes. Making like his third appearance. <laughs> <laughs> what won't he be in? Has he He's so old. Things? Yeah, he was like in their yeah. last movie. And I think he... Well, and it's just so weird. He's definitely appeared in a few different like Hallmark specials or something that were like produced with Jim Henson Company doing the effects. So I think that's the other thing is like everyone's utilizing them some way or, or another. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I, th- I think they definitely kept practical. They're like some of the few practical effect companies still out there because <laughs> you kind of need it if you're a puppet company. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about um, the fact that these days they CGI out the, the little sticks that hold up the Muppet arms? Uh, some of it's I very noticeable. Like it. uh, I really only had an issue with it in the recent movies, just because the plots were just kind of very restricted to only kids and uh like you say the cgi was just stood out too much because there's just so much uh, many shots where they're walking on the ground and you see mm -hmm. full body views and it's it's just too it's much off putting right and, like I mean, same mm -hmm. thing kind of annoyed me about happy time murders where brian decided let's do That's... a rated muppet movie and i was like they they made it mostly in china i think and i was like yeah but it's just that's kind of a negative. It's just too much. I was so disappointed in Happy Time Murders when that was so I realized funny. Was... No, no, wanted... no. I I thoroughly enjoyed the film, but when I saw the making of for the the you know the the DVD extras, the everything's done on a green screen. Yeah, and there were times in that movie where I'm going, "Wow, how did they do that?" And then it's a green screen, like ah, oh, god damn it! It was one of those movies <laughs> just where CG'd everything, and uh, it's the, the the magic is gone. Yeah, I, I think part of part of that that magic has has left, and it's it's awful sad. I I really enjoyed the, the there's a level of creativity to get these things filmed by filming around the puppeteers and mm -hmm. uh, as they interact with live uh, live actors. It's I, yeah. I find that just as fascinating as the storylines. I feel yeah. like it's enough to CGI out the the puppet masters. You don't need to CGI out the sticks. Yeah, know? the sticks is weird. Like it doesn't like yeah. it's noticeable sometimes, but it doesn't take me out of it. But the the full body shots in the newer stuff is definitely weird. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. He's my favorite Muppet. I love him to death. But there's something always so fucking creepy to me about full body Fozzie Bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they would always animate him very awkwardly to where you're like, like you say, it kind of takes you out of it a minute because you're you're too carefully trying to analyze. It's kind of like when you're mm -hmm. trying to see other technical stuff in a movie and you're trying to see how they creatively mm -hmm. hide it and make it work. And it's like you're showing off mm -hmm. a little too much when you should just be telling the story. <laughs> they don't move naturally enough to justify taking out the sticks. Yeah, you know? that's a great point. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're yeah. a puppet. Just embrace. You'd rather it. it be more <laughs> static if you're just trying too hard to go sure. that Or or play with the with the whole trope of it. You know, they're they're muppets. They're Especially being manipulated. Have like characters on screen, if like Kermit connects uh, compared to like Honeydew. Where it's a mm -hmm. character where we're using two human hands and clearly that's not attached to the body it's just the shirt or whatever mm -hmm. that looks weird if you have it compared to a muppet with no stick arms mm -hmm. or anything yeah. like that or any there's a few that. muppets that are people like that are uh that have people inside of them right um oh, yeah got man suits always one of them what's the one with the big mouth sweetums sweetums yeah, that's what i meant sweetums. Sweetums. sorry and big bird his bird flu clan yeah it's it happens mm. where it's just like i'm just joking but okay yeah it's like those are like the only full body ones and it's like and the rest are just like you say halfway through you know it, it's and you see a lot of other knockoff kind of puppet shows kind of following the same suite i mean we were talking mr science theater early it's like there's definitely going to be a crow doll that is full body versus just upper torso you know 
Mm. And but it was just so funny. It's like yeah, with Happy Time Murders is like is like you're seeing them kind of do their same kind of Muppet bloopers that are off during mid credits that they would sometimes do, and at the same time, it kind of gives away what you were kind of like you say the off-putting CGI uh, erasing effect and. Uh, it is one of those, I do find some amusement in it, but it is kind of like a South Park episode that you can't fully recommend. You're like, it, it's going to vary by audience. But what's so funny is my sister really hated it and <laughs> my father wanted to see it. I'm like, oh, this is so not safe for work. So I, I, I'm not sure I can recommend it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Max, I think there were several guys that were in costume, especially in the original TV show. Like there were, there were several dance numbers with humans, with, with actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a Copacabana one and there were at least three separate monsters that were gotten managed. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you their names. Sweetums is the only one that I remember the Are name of. you talking about of. the ones from the... the oh, the purple show. ones. The purple. There was and a like purple guy one. and there was a blue the, guy. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were talking and about. And there, there were a couple of them. And whenever you saw all the monsters together, there mm-hmm. were a couple of those dudes in the back because they would... It had to layer yeah. everyone. Yeah. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. I yeah. couldn't tell you their names. No, no. And then, of course, Sesame Street had Snuffleupagus and Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think anybody else besides those. Well, two Bear, guys. Bear, the Big Blue House was a Muppet, obviously. Dinosaurs were oh, big. Oh, yeah, but was Bear and Bear the Big Blue Street? House? Yeah, that Bear was, and the Big Blue House. That, I, I yeah, so. I would watch it, but that I was wasn't after really, me, though. I, I wasn't ever really. I was big into that, dude. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> big into it it was a great show i, mm-hmm. I saw it a couple of times with my nephew and and it just it was I like how you saved me. it there nephew not not kid not with no, your kid with no, your nephew not with my kid <laughs> oh my god it was better than elf i'll say that <laughs> sorry oh good oh good um did I, any um, of you ever watch yeah. the jim henson hour the Jim Henson mm-hmm. Hour? Basically, he took compilations of just like various things that it was like an update of Muppets Tonight, partially, where uh, it was like their last show they aired before Muppets Tonight, but basically they were had an illegal TV station and they just aired various programming. <laughs> oh, interesting. And they, and they would yeah. take stuff from like Fraggle Rock and Muppets and even the storyteller. <laughs> And, you know, huh. I'm not even gonna lie. I've never seen Muppets Tonight. I'm looking into it now. This is crazy. I'm, really? Uh, so that was like I think my first of the shows I watched, and obviously I saw plenty of, you know, yeah. Muppet the original Muppet Show on Hallmark reruns. But uh, it, it it just was always on Disney Channel quite a lot, and so they would air reruns till I was about ten. But um. Uh, yeah, Earth to Ned is the other one I was thinking of that was basically an update on their ALF formula, but it's kind of just nutty. It's just very campy and more just very pun heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and they get all kinds of celebrities who basically, they beam them up into their, it's kind of a partial space ghost clone, I guess you could say. It's, they have just a bunch of characters come on board. Wait, what, and, when was uh, that out? It, it, it's yeah. on Disney Plus also. Yeah. Huh. Well, I saw it missed, at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, Blew right by me. <laughs> Blew right by um, There's so much content out there. It's so hard to keep up. Totally. And it's kind of wild how 
wasn't aliens in the family kind of a dinosaurs kind of spinoff i always thought it was but it was similar <laughs> i've never watched that I've, i'm not familiar with that one it just it, they they tried so many different things just back and forth and it was just kind of cool to just see how they were never had any shortage of work you know they Mm-hmm. Or always winning a bunch of like categories for like best musical or best animation of the year. Oh, or, uh, but uh, what I really was delighted to find out about a few years back, and I somehow never caught on to this, but it's still a thing. Uh, is like Puppet Now Live or something like that? And basically, Brian Henson decided let's do puppets, but in the style of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Let's. and 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 they aired it on uh tbs apparently back in the day like their best takes and it was just like they would literally have a puppet you know go out into the audience and take a suggestion and of course you know there's a lot of not safe for work language but it was kind of just fun seeing an already kind of comedy show uh use and i think brian was also using it for like interns and everything like if you want a chance like here here's a chance to join our okay well sure yeah (laughs) see how you're cut out for this <laughs> and i think they still do it apparently it's just, it's a live show it's just they tried it out that one time in like oh oh five oh six <laughs> but yeah i'm looking at it now um god what was it puppet up yeah uncensored that's what it was <laughs> puppet uncensored and you can this isn't it's uncensored. avenue q is it, it i've yeah, seen that live that show oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild how they they tried it out and it 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 took off it's still kind of a live thing i don't know if they're still completely doing it but i wouldn't be surprised if they do it at a vegas show you know Uh, i know apparently the creature shop contributed you know so many things including uh to that uh kids movie buddy and i apparently they got uh criticized for their unrealistic animatronics and i never really saw that one i don't know if anyone else did <laughs> I, i'm not familiar with that one mm-hmm. that was another like 97 like uh sony movie but jim henson was just trying to do something else that outside of the muppet property and it's like hmm. always so any misses they've had pretty minuscule i think like i've never heard anyone talk smack about the witches even though that's kind of a freaky movie for kids nowadays <laughs> <laughs> I do forget. I did rent Elmo and Grouchland quite a lot. <laughs> I was I had that as well. That was a constant repeat. Well, I don't know that one either. I just I remember uh, Tickle Me Elmo uh, when oh, that geez. first came <laughs> out, go. and just my I remember very vividly that there it was just like that Schwarzenegger movie. Um, Last Action New York. York. No, uh, <laughs> no, the one with Sinbad. Oh, Jingle All the Way. There you jingle go. All the way. Jingle That's All the it. Way. That's like all these parents <laughs> just trying to get a freaking Tickle yeah, Me Elmo. That was, Tickle Me Elmo was the Cabbage Patch Kids of, it of my day. It was fantastic, <laughs> yeah. And they, they managed to get me one. It was... It, wow. I, yeah, but it was like a... I know it wasn't um, store-bought. Like, it didn't come in a package. It was just kind of... It's a back alley trade. I think it was a back alley Elmo. (laughs) Fell off the truck. (laughs) 
Jesus That's wild. I never thought I'd hear that yeah. combination. Scarred of for life having your puppet <laughs> fall out of the window. Back alley Elmo. <laughs> my niece has that Elmo now. I'm, I'm kind of Aww. pissed about it. I'm like, hey, man, that was my freaking second Elmo. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Wow. Made it. <laughs> Did anybody... Um, the last big Muppet movie I watched. Did anybody watch um, like Follow That Bird, the Big Bird movie? Yeah, no. rented it plenty of times. Yeah, from this. so so good. Is it's, it? It's, it's like well, the eighties. Basically, Ernie and Bert try to catch Big Bird. All the yeah, and oh, that sounds familiar. Like the missing persons news reporter for the entire movie, and so like you know in the Muppet movie, obviously the, the Big Bird cameo that's in there. Whatever yeah. reason, again, four-year-old me, same one that's pissed off at Muppet Caper, was so confused. I mean, I was the whole meme from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia of Charlie Day spreading out lines, trying to figure out how was Kermit over on Sesame Street reporting <laughs> this of Big Bird's going to Hollywood. They meet, but they don't know each other. I was trying to make ends meet, man. <laughs> and that was a, a huge contributor, was that movie. <laughs> I recently did a full rewatch of all of the Always Sunny Philadelphia episodes, the ones that are still out. Oh, anyway. man. Like, mm. That's a lot to yeah. get through. It took like me a while. That's a, it was, that's it was like breakfast for me, and it was a weird way to start the day because there's so much yelling. <laughs> right. Know? But it's like 15 seasons that I that I knocked out in like two, three months. Wow. Wow. Commitment. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> they have like this accompanying podcast that they're doing now where they're they're rewatching all of their own episodes and talking about them. Except okay. they don't really talk about the episodes at all. So it's it's an interesting uh, listen. <laughs> but, but they're in character playing these characters. No, no. No, they're oh. just themselves. Oh, it, it's, so they're actually just yeah. deep deep dive into how they created it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a very uh, like yeah be- behind the scenes kind of deal, but you really just hear them just shooting the shit and just catching up with each other. <laughs> I know um, Jenna, I forget her last name from The Office does one of those. Uh, Jenna as well. Fisher, yeah, Jenna yeah, Fisher Jenna from The Fisher. Office does one of those as well. I think it's like The Office That's Ladies true. or something like that. That's the one, yeah. Uh, Office Ladies, yeah. and Angela Kinsey do host it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, the guy who plays Kevin had his own thing, but he just finished up Office Deep Dive, and now he's just going through the world of comedy, having a bunch of comedians he knows get invited on. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they contributed to the Ninja Turtles. Does that mean the Ninja Turtles are technically part yes. of this? <laughs> That's true. Are you talking about the Ninja Turtles Next Mutation show? Because I have No, that. the original. That was by the <laughs> no. Power Rangers guys. I'm talking about the early first three, like, 90s. <laughs> So that was another funny. one that it was right in my wheelhouse, baby. Boy, oh boy. Power Rangers turtles. Muppets, that'd be funny. <laughs> uh, I, dude, I consider the Turtles Muppets. Screw it, dude. <laughs> Do it. Do it. I want to see Raphael and Sweetums go at it. Yeah. yeah. But they're people, aren't they? Who's that? In, in the suits, the turtles. The, oh, yeah, yeah, but the people yeah. is a person. They still it. had to do the puppeteering for like when you're seeing their mouths. The mouth. Talk. Yeah. I guess. And the eyeballs too. It's a oh, it's a yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a, it's always a, it's for just for the full body shots that you see them in the suits. But I mean, there's yeah. like three operators for each turtle and we just see the voice guy. I guess that's true. Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Screw it, they're weapons too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean they all, the all the remote control. All that facial stuff is all remote control. 
I don't think there was any puppeteering in there outside of a guy in a suit. It, it was all counts as puppeteering. I'm kind of like, with I you agree. Too. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But there, yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't any puppets and turtles. It was a guy in a suit and these amazing puppeteers doing remote controls and mm-hmm. blinking eyes and making lips move. Boy, that second one, man. The what they were able to do as, with their speech was incredible. I just Secret of the Ooze. Oh my God, it's a damn good. Movie. You just mentioned Max's favorite movie right there. <laughs> I do. I have an active argument. My friends, they they all love to just. They they love everything Martin Scorsese puts out. I got my own thoughts. I love him as a director and all, but like his movies are great, but they're not my favorite movies. You know, sure, I have sure, and so I have this very that's a fair statement. This very passionate argument. Any day of my life, I rather watch Ninja Turtles two over Taxi Driver. So I give my friend shit saying it's a better movie. <laughs> uh, I'm on your I'm on your boat here, Max. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're gonna have to work. Taxi driver is way too heavy for me to watch every day, but boy, every give me some day ooze. would make me just. I, I will watch ooze every day over taxi driver every day. Oh, man. We're work some now. I need you guys on Galaxy Film. I like you too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Secret the ooze is great. I have a vinyl too. The soundtrack. And vinyl, nice now. The new wax works pressing. Yeah, that's Very oh nice. the new wax works. They do some really good work. Mm-hmm. Holy moly, they're putting out a bunch of uh, Godzilla stuff. I wow, saw that. It's okay. Gorgeous, just beautiful stuff. Oh man, and it's too expensive for me. I, not, I will yeah. have to check that out. I, all I have is the secret of the use pressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. In uh, 1992, I was in Florida. I was too. Um, with well, okay, so I I was in the Ohio State University marching band, and we <laughs> went to this, and we went to the were. Citrus Bowl. Yeah. Of course, you what? What does that mean? <laughs> I, I, I know you are a very diverse. I'm, set, so, I'm I mean, setting up a story. T- here, I so know, I know. Off. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying. I you could tell me you could have been a circus acrobat, and I would believe it. Like, <laughs> oh, that was so fun. full of surprises. So that's awesome. <laughs> so, Ed, I'll it, let it, you finish your story. I would right, like to well, finish. So, uh, <laughs> Let me finish, man. <laughs> so I'm a I'm an idiot uh freshman in college thinking we're going to Florida over Christmas break mm-hmm. and we're gonna pack shorts and t-shirts, right? Yeah, <laughs> do it. This 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 is relevant to the story, to okay. the whole conversation here. Okay. So we get we get to Orlando and the first day or two is beautiful, and we're like, hey, this is great. Uh, third day in, we are doing a parade at Disney. But before we do the parade, uh, we're allowed in the park for like 35 minutes or whatever. <laughs> no, no, it was a couple hours. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, Florida in uh, December is uh, not as warm as you might think it is. Mm-mm. I've been uh, to no, Disney no, in no. December. <laughs> and, uh, and it rained that day yeah, while we were did. at the park, which made it colder. <laughs> so it was about 40. And that I'm sounds there. like Florida, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there in uh, sandals and uh, shorts and t-shirt, <laughs> wow. uh, running around the park because my my uniform and everything was on the bus, and I I didn't think I needed anything but a t-shirt and shorts. So I'm my the the row mates and I are running from place to place to place to get some shelter. So we're doing all these indoor uh, roller coasters, <laughs> <laughs> which are those hydraulic things or these theater things whatever this mm-hmm. is 
again, 92, it's, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> so we, we uh, did go into the, we went to the Star Wars one, which was very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also got to go to the Muppet one. And yeah, it was a Star Tours. Adventure. That would be the one. Uh, uh, Star Tours was there, Star yeah. Star Tours, yeah. But then whatever the Muppet one, it was like the, the Muppet Experience or something like that. It's still yeah. there, yeah. Muppet Experience. Is it still there? It, uh, yeah. it was at, uh, not Epcot, it's the other one. Um, Hollywood Studios. MGM. I went to it a couple years ago, yeah. A- MGM. So it's a big theater. You sit there, and it was the first time I had experienced uh, polarized lenses. <laughs> so I've only experienced the, the red and the blue for 3D. But this was, right. here's, here's, here's some glasses. They're not powered. They were just polarized. You sat there in the theater and it blew my fucking mind. I couldn't believe how good the he was. And they would, the, the, these, these Muppets would point right at you. And that's just right. how the 3D worked. And we all kind of went, whoa, like what was it? The, the great train back in 1910 or whatever, where people screamed that their train was running at them. We all kind of, the whole theater kind of went, whoa. As, <laughs> as they're pointing at you and throwing stuff at you because nothing was distorted by that red and blue. I saw right. Jaws 3D in the theater with the red and blue glasses. It sucked. But this was really, really cool. Yes. Because you didn't, you were just, it was shaded a little bit and everything, nothing was distorted. Oh boy, mm-hmm. it was really cool. It was one of my favorite memories of, outside of freezing my ass off, uh, we, we got in there and we warmed up and uh, that was a that was a really fun experience. So, uh, the old man's done telling telling his stories. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember where I was in 1992, but that's the same year that uh, Hurricane Andrew hit. True. So, uh, but you're you're talking about Christmas time. So this would have yeah been... uh, after Christmas before New Year's. So the yeah. the Citrus Bowl was on New Year's Day. And we were there for the week after Christmas, like a day or two after Christmas. So it, mm-hmm. Still, it was it's cold. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Florida is cold. Ladies and gentlemen. Just a uh, public service announcement. Please pack accordingly. Probably the coldest it gets down there is like maybe the lower 40s in the mornings, something like that. Oh, but it was say. raining and it was not It was not pleasant. Yeah, the rain probably doesn't help yeah, that. And that, help. what I love about the rain in Florida is it just, it starts and then it stops. You can, you can actually just walk right through it. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that. This was not that. <laughs> this was a constant drizzle all day long. It was miserable. Will stop the rain. That happens too. That does <laughs> happen. Here comes the rain again. Stupid Orlando. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have this one other weird Muppet memory. Um, <clears throat> it very well might In be person? like my oldest. <laughs> What's up? In person? Well, kind of, dude. It's weird. Ooh. Okay. Um, it's it's Muppets it's like my oldest memory. So like I don't know where the hell this was whatsoever. I just have like these weird fever dreams of it. <laughs> like I'll mention it to my mom, and she doesn't remember where it is, but she will talk about the thing there. Um, we were at like this, like maybe it was a mall, like a, like a strip mall or whatever. But outside of this this store, there was this massive, and I mean it had to be like 15, 20 feet tall. And it was Kermit coming out of a jack in a box. And he would just like stick his head up. It was the weirdest shit. Like, like 10 minutes, Kermit's head would come out. And he'd go like five minutes, come back up again in 10. It I'm was weird. It doesn't actually exist. 
It was the weirdest. I'm going to pull a picture up and find it somewhere. I'm telling you. my mom was, was it like an advertisement? Was it one of those I was, advertisements in front of a store or something? Or was it? Maybe. I was like three years old, dude. If, oh, well. This was like my earliest memory. I just remember that thing like, scaring the hell out of me. I bet it did. But three because years old. You remember the end of the Muppet movie when Animal turns like really big? <laughs> yeah. That's what it reminded me of as a kid. <laughs> Is that scene exactly? Just seeing Kermit's face peek over the edge of the box reminded me exactly of Animal rising out of the roof. <laughs> wow. I don't remember this. It may or may this. not have happened, but I just yeah. loved how the whole PBS... Right you now. may have had a fever that day. <laughs> it may be an actual fever dream. <laughs> I just, Quite don't literally. you find it funny, though, how like this was just like second nature, though? Like Anything in on PBS basically had to be a puppet show from that point on, like whether it's something as dorky as Dudley the Dragon or something very educational like Zabuma Foo. <laughs> it was like, Zabuma yeah, I was into that too. Yeah, so there you go. It's like just uh, playing Sesame Street, you know, first part of the day. It's about what else would you rather a kid be watching when they come home from school? <laughs> very few things outside of Sesame Street. That's, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah. safe. Saturday morning cartoons. You had a uh, Bobby's World. That was a fun one. Bobby's World. Um, you guys remember Bobby's World? No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How I Mandel. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Louis Anderson. Oh wow. Um, Say again. Louis Anderson was a voice on that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, was he? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. Then you had X Men, Spider Man. I think that was part of Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Remember plenty of other Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network stuff. Oh, so it, okay, gang. If we want to do a Saturday morning recap, I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm that would be start the day. I'm sad. That would be a hoot. Oh man, that's a fun I, one. Like, well, I, as a kid from like eighty six to ninety one or so, boy oh boy, that was my thing. That was my jam. Yeah, but around that time, I think it's what uh, Transformers, yep. Thundercats. Those um, were weekday though. They, those are weekday. Yeah, they were. What was on Saturdays? Not a, in, uh, during the night. It's a different thing. <laughs> gummy bears. Oh yeah, gummy have, bears. Let's let's let's, let's let's hold that. Let's hold off on that conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Cam's like, damn it! I already had this scheduled for. No, me. it's all good. We we did we did a great uh, Transformers get together where we were just like talking everything like Transformers related. Let's talk about it, and we just made all sorts of jokes. It's like, why do crooked federal agents want to work with these Decepticons when they're going to all try and kill each other anyway? <laughs> just a parallel to today's you know money laundering and oil crisis. What what is it represent? And. We, we we made plenty of other jokes about and talked a bunch about the toys and everything, how they seem to evolve, some of them and how it inspired knockoffs like Mega Bloks, you know, and Zoids. Go go bots. <laughs> go bots and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was like well, and, we, Transformers was a knockoff. That's true. Yep. Mm. And they, and, they came and, straight from Japan. Animated by the same guys did Gundam. So it, yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, so I so we know Max's favorite Muppet. What's everybody else's favorite Muppet? Oh boy. We know Max likes Fozzie. I know my least favorite Muppet is 
my 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 least favorite Muppet is Ashanti in the Great Muppet Oz Caper or whatever the, the hell it was. <laughs> that one. That doesn't okay. count. <laughs> in 2005, they had one. I don't know what that you know? is. You never seen Everybody, that. Everybody, I have okay. an update from my mom. I figured okay, out what the about the is. frog thing. Oh, she says it was in Kansas City at FAO Schwartz Toy Store outside of a mall, and she said I was maybe two years old, and I threw a fit and had to be outside of a Kermit instead of the mall. <laughs> Are you for real? <laughs> yes. That's she amazing. She has well a picture done, of me with Kermit somewhere. <laughs> being oh, amazing. Wow. Oh, she's so, got to look that up. That's not on the phone. That's in a that's in a book somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in an album. An album. That's the word. That's the word. Thank you. What is this early 2000s? We were still doing albums then. We're just about. I think so, yeah. 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 I I keep thinking about that. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna keep track of baby pictures moving forward. Like I I I don't I don't do albums. I've tried so hard to go back and make one and it's just not doesn't feel like a natural instinct anymore <laughs> wow that all right but wild. favorite muppets favorite muppets go favorite go go go, go. what do you got oh man the one not voiced by the creep who played elmo i'm just kidding but no seriously it'd probably be bird <laughs> come here oh, fine, fine. <laughs> We, 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 we got to split this. We got to do Sesame Street and then we got to do Muppets. Because <laughs> I can't just pick okay. one. Yes. <laughs> oh, Sesame Street is 100% Big Bird for me then. Uh, for me, it's Grouch. Movie. Grouch. No. Uh, it's either I, Oscar or Ernie. Yeah, it's just one of those. Yeah. If it's Sesame Street, it's the guy that can make any noise out of his mouth. He's, he was blue and he was bald. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Uh, I don't remember his name. <laughs> are you talking Grover? Are you talking, talking Sesame Street or Muppets? Sesame, Sesame Street. Oh, okay, because we have the blue have eagle be... guy. No, yeah. no, not the blue. <clears throat> he Muppets. could make a noise. He would open his mouth and a, and a car horn would sound. I think it's Fozzie. Or, or a, or, I think Fozzie. I know who you're talking about. Oh, uh, Harry Monster. I think it's. Yeah, I think it is Harry Monster. It's a pop figure of him, actually. Yeah, yeah, because he would do all kinds of things with his mouth. So that have to be. <laughs> no. I think with Muppets, it's harder it to, to nail down a favorite. <laughs> oh, God. Pete, you gotta pick there's just one. so many There's so many good ones. There's so many good ones. That but, yeah. they, they all have their thing. Like, I love um, Statler and, Wald- and Wardorf. Oh, yes. Anytime someone's anytime being a critic on a film forum, you basically got to <laughs> take them out and say, so oh, good. right. So good. <laughs> Here's the real. And then product. you've got uh, Pepe, the 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 shrimp, is, shrimp, is yeah. shrimp yeah. the prawn. Pepe I was watching um, Muppets yeah, from Pepe Space today. Actually, I was thinking about how great and underused he is now. Is he underused now? Boy, he was. Was uh, he even in 2011? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's he in was, there. but is he? I thought okay. he took over for Rizzo for a while. He kind of did. And, uh, oh, Rizzo, Gonzo. that's another. Oh, one. I'm thinking about Rizzo. Yeah, Rizzo's the one we don't see often anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Pepe. I'm definitely the first I saw him was on Muppets Tonight, followed by you know uh, Muppets from Space. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then you've got you know Beaker. 
I mean, come on. Oh my gosh. Me, 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 me. Like he's just fantastic. And you got hmm. Swedish chef. He's ridiculous. I, damn it. That's that was gonna be my pick. That was yours? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. Swedish Chef because of the nonsense. It's just moose. He's got his own segment on Muppets now. His own baking segment. He deserves it. He does. And it's always like a competition series between him and someone who can actually cook. And it's chef's kiss. It's really great. Ah, I see what you did there. Thank you. Ah, Thank you so much. (laughs) Isn't it wild, though? Versus Iron Chef. Oh, that's a show I want to see. Oh, okay. That would be interesting. I'd watch it. Isn't it wild, though, how so many of these specials for the longest time, some of them are still only on VHS? And other yeah. people, like, wow. Like the Jugman? Remember that? The oh, Jugman. That, even mm-hmm. Willoughby's Christmas tree special they did with Leslie Nielsen and uh, <laughs> Stockard Channing. Um, but yeah, uh, Muppet fairy tales or whatever yeah that that's still only on vhs they've never they they should totally do a transfer to amazon or disney plus something amazon (laughs) i think disney owns that shit now i know but they still got the license (laughs) classic theater that's the one i'm thinking of i don't know Uh, why they wouldn't release that one that one i watched in was it was just so much fun just seeing them adapt like six different fairy tales and I think my favorite Muppet segment is um, everyone knows this one. It's the Menomina. What do you mean no one knows this one? No, I'm saying everyone knows this oh, one. Oh, everyone, everyone knows has this. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Like, I cannot know it. <laughs> I don't know it. What is that from? <laughs> there was, oh, a, there was a, a petition in Chicago uh, like five years back where people, there. we have a street called Menemone Street. Okay. Um, oh, oh no! Somebody wanted to, uh, somebody petitioned to have the bus stop changed to phenomena uh, <laughs> to, to actually be the great. that that entire yeah. song instead of just Menemone Street. But it didn't didn't pass. You know, Chicago have doesn't it. have a sense of humor. But, people are stupid. You know, but it was it was pretty clever. I was into it. Oh man, that's great. Yeah. Oh man! I really got my mom over here digging through photo albums for this picture. <laughs> there you go. If, I, if we don't get exists. a post from you, Max, it's going to be a sad day. Yeah, I think I pissed her off with this because now she's on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a mission to find out what haunted me. Either that, or she's crying at your baby pictures. One or the other. Aww. Regardless, yeah, you've kind of ruined her day. You've done her a favor. She's walking down I, memory lane. She's like even more pissed off. She's like, why do you want to know this? I was like, I'm guessing they're on a Muppet podcast. She's like, send this new ones up. <laughs> even more pissed listening to this part. Yeah, you're right. Uh, don't get me wrong. My theme song has viewer discretion advice, so I don't want anyone saying, oh, why didn't you put an explicit rating on the episode? Uh, oh, fuck it. You should know our podcast by now. Um, here's what's a bizarre thing. Did you, You're talking about Rizzo. Did you know that Steve Whitmire said the inspiration for him was Justin Hoffman's character in Midnight Cowboy? Oh, I'm trying to find parallels, and I don't. I mean, which, which character sell, in Midnight Cowboy? Uh, Justin Hoffman's character. I mean, last I checked, oh, Rizzo does yeah? not sell his body. No, no, I so. I see it. He had that Brooklyn 
Oh, okay. It, accent sort of thing. I'm about to say because and the time Muppets have sex on screen is you know it's it's not happening anytime. No, 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 no. I don't think he had sex on screen. I think he was no. a. Uh, I think he had some issues. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he had a lot of. Issues. I mean, I can see anyway. Gonzo and Rizzo being a couple if you want to go there. No, 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 that's not what I meant. What I meant. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, so, uh, well, since we're R-rated already, um, how much angry sex do you think Ernie and Bert have? Oh God! Mm, angry sex? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would be daily at least. <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> Just on on Bert's end, right? That's what I'm laughing. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we may have jumped the shark. Here. My goodness, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I just dived right in there. Uh, yeah. 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 Everyone thought it. Don't, don't hesitate. No one hesitate. Pull that bandaid right off, man. <laughs> mm, what other Muppets might date each other though? Instead of just Bert and Ernie. Oh, uh, Omo and uh, Zoe are definitely a thing. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, okay, but that seems more like established, right? Like that's like a Kermit. Yeah, I agree. If, if you were to if you were to ship Muppets, mm-hmm. oh totally. Who would uh, you ship? Snuffy and uh, Big Bird are definitely you know unofficial. Big Bird's the only one that can reach him. <laughs> oh, thank you for that image. Um, I just meant that they just seem to be just kind of uh, brothers from other mothers. There's, there's a different. size differential there from a lot of these Muppets. Uh, I think Sam the Eagle has some really uh, awful he, skeletons in He awesome. and Oscar are, are definitely serial killers. <laughs> they hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how sexually deviant Sam the Eagle is, but boy, oh boy. I think he's an incel. That closet is <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be pleasantly surprised if he was just adept in in romance and nothing more like he's, uh, he, he's a sociopath oh? he hates everybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true he doesn't hate everybody you are all scooters morons oh scooter 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 and robin are having a a, a fling here dude if the muppets like adult like the muppets show like took off in 2015 i think it was the abc From the one. creators of south park <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he had like gotten multiple seasons, I would have loved to see like if Piggy had an affair with Scooter. Like, just yeah. <laughs> interesting. That because like worked. it's Kermit's assistant that he takes for granted nonstop throughout yeah. like, all of the you know the shows and the movies and whatnot. That'd be a cool dynamic they could have done. Totally. <laughs> Their relationship makes no sense, uh, Kermit and Miss Piggy. Oh. I, I love that they trash it in that. I um, think it's a play on the odd couple or some bullshit, just having two unlike yeah. people do the unthinkable, and they're making fun of just all these people. I mean, you kind of always got the sense that they're unhappily, you know, involved, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. you know, and they're just doing a play on that. It's like, why do you guys put up with each other's shit? So- right. <laughs> right. You have so many other Muppets around you, you know, that clearly want to give you attention and affection <laughs> like uh it's like way freakier than miss piggy no yeah i i mean <laughs> uh, you never know what 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 could happen if kermit actually just had a deviant mind all of a sudden just <laughs> this is not yeah. at all this podcast we go to so, <laughs> yeah we, we pretty much have crossed the x-rated line <laughs> how, how adept is gonzo with that nose of his 
Okay, I'm glad you were thinking it too, man. Okay. I know Gonzo's doing some freak okay. shit. I didn't want to be out there. Jesus well, Gonzo's Christ. got this whole thing with his chickens. Well, that's I know, why, man. That's why he wants to be yeah. an actor. He's been rounders are, all this time. He, there are layers fortune, on Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Excellent use of brown nose. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, he's that ego. I'm the best acrobat that ever lived. And oh, God. Animal, you, you just know that animals perform with just so many, you know, rock and roll groupies. So he definitely got some action on the side. Animals getting head all the time. For sure. Animals a slut. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. I don't want to even guess how the whole human versus Muppet interaction works. I don't, don't ask me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta. <laughs> animal doesn't I just, care. I just remembered a Geico commercial with Animal. <laughs> you too. Right. Yes. I remember several He's Geico in the commercials. Attic. All of them. Yeah. All of them have been in the, yeah, something eventually. Yeah. It's just, um, Jesus. Animals, so, the, probably the best the one. I, I wouldn't say Animals my favorite, but he's the best. He's one of the best Muppets. I had an animal stuffed animal. I, I did too. <laughs> and it was cool because like he had a plastic chain around his neck. Yeah, yeah like, he had the same like, one. When I was like eleven or twelve, and I was like, I'm too cool for the Muppet. I had an animal dangling from my ceiling. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Oh yes. I oh think I had God. that exact same animal Muppet. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're bringing up all these other Muppets, I mean, I, I, can't, I lost track of how many rude jokes I said in the voice of Yoda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I couldn't tell. I got a Yoda a, hand. You can't see on my camera. I got a Yoda hand. of my acidus. <laughs> yeah, man. Puppeteer. Not thinking, is he? Yeah, I can't wait for when Grogu finally talks. I can make those Muppet jokes. Oh. Uh, and Waldorf living with each other? I was... A- Thinking the same or thing, Stella but I didn't want to say it because I felt we had gotten they, enough. Are they? Uh, are they? They're the definitely the. Yeah, yeah, they're de- they're definitely the overly. So. Yeah, they're the World War II buddies who couldn't stand <laughs> them in and couldn't stand anyone else, so they got a retirement home and lived together happily the rest of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty sure that um, what's that show with John Mulaney and Nick Kroll? Where oh. there are these two old dudes. Oh, I saw that special. I, I feel like I feel like they were a source of inspiration for that show. They totally uh, were. <laughs> Them, I mean, that's, there's definitely a bunch of. That's a good thing because it seems like, you know, obviously the original Mother Show was kind of going on a lot of the various variety shows and Saturday Night Live, but I mean, even the overall humor, I think, like you say, is definitely influenced from everything, whether it's subtle Lenny Bruce to Groucho Marx, you know. Lenny Bruce, yeah. And obviously the ones that do all the most dim-witted stuff, you know, how can you not make parallels to Buster Keaton and the Free Stooges, you know? (laughs) So true. Amount of physical gags and it's like the only thing with physical confrontation that I think my mom would let me watch growing up is just like, just, everything else was just too much sword play and just too imitable. <laughs> oh, did you say sword funny. play? That's funny. I wasn't allowed to watch Barney. Oh my God, you know? stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, so they didn't allow you to watch this? <laughs> it was, um, I grew up in a, a Baptist evangelical house. Ah. Um, I don't recommend it. Uh, and the belief was <laughs> that, you know, dinosaurs uh, weren't real or something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh. so there's, uh, there, there was this conflict of, you know, thought with a, a 
Muppet puppet dinosaur. How dare they teach you about how the earth? Kids. We think it's flat. <laughs> I don't know how they felt about it, about earth, but um, for sure they didn't think dinosaurs. The were... earth is round here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing, too. I can't not get for that <laughs> whenever someone's running around. We almost always have some near far uh, that or god I, i've lost track of anything else it's like we'll probably get a jack bauer line from 24 like we're running out of time when we're waiting on something to download but then we'll also like if someone is coming to the door like to sell us or ask us to join their church we're all we almost always simultaneously will say salesman from Wee's playoffs <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's no there's another episode cam Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yes. <laughs> oh, Pee-wee's. Mm. I was thinking of, um, hey, <laughs> and I know that's oh, from, um, <laughs> Without What is trouble. it, Electric Electric Light Company, I think is what it was? I think so, Light, Light Orchestra. Oh, electric Company. Oh, oh, oh electric yeah, company. the Electric Company, yes. No. I want to take a bath, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Years before his South Park appearance, and that wasn't even him. Oh snap! Oh, Morgan Freeman, that dude's nice awesome. nostalgia. I'm into this. <laughs> Once you open it, it's it's a barrel full of monkeys yeah. and Pandora's box. Every fucking episode. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Just any final closing thoughts before I let you guys plug your shows? Like, uh, what, um, what would you? What would you what would be the first installment that you would introduce this coming millennials and ignorant generation on? Oh, that's a good question. Certainly not the Muppet Caper. Yeah, on Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you going to show them any Sesame Street skit that's classic, uh, like Air Fishy Fishy, or are you going to do one of the movies, or are you going to do a special? I think I would show them one of their Christmas specials, definitely the 80s one with John Denver, and then probably show either the original Muppet movie yeah. or Muppets from Space. Mm -hmm. I, I would start solid. with Muppets in Space. Totally. Uh, as one of the one of the sketches that they used to do, Muppets in Space. Don't get me and, wrong. Um, the the fairy tale theater and Treasure Island are great, but I saw this so much. That, you know, just, mm. <laughs> I'd say the uh, first movie for sure, obviously, is a go-to. But totally. uh, right. Muppets Take Manhattan is is a, is a damn good follow-up. So I think a double feature. Okay. Perfect. If if I could get a hold of the all the music from the Christmas special with Don John Denver, I think that's a slam dunk. Just, totally. get just a because it's it's, it's Christmas music, and you kind of introduce all the Muppets, and and you're good to go. And I even had the CD for the longest times. <laughs> oh, I still have the, I still have the CD. Oh, it's, wonderful! It's something we play frequently it um, is so funny halfway well, through i would have realized that's who was singing i'm like because it was like a christmas album mixed with a bunch of other bunch of other christmas, other christmas, other christmas songs. is that just oh, <laughs> oh okay. just if that recorded leave it in that was fantastic <laughs> it was, was awesome. this is a great mix <laughs> for a second i was kind of worried that something was going on mm -hmm. <laughs> My my only I'm hearing voices. Right. <laughs> my only trepidation with showing that original film, even though it's clearly the best, is that oh. I don't know if the, the cameos will land. 
Right. And the, and is that necessary? I mean, I didn't know everyone growing up and those. Yeah. I just I just love the musical okay. numbers. I love the whole kind of it's kind of like there was the music is amazing. Yeah, dude. I got this I play the CD um going to work every every week, dude. All right. Then the Did he really yeah. the John Denver oh, okay. Christmas special in the original film. Yeah, I play the, the vinyl soundtrack of on a weekly basis, very mm-hmm. often. <laughs> um, it is yeah, on my way that. to work. On my way to this work this morning, I was playing the 2011 soundtrack. Actually, dude, the music's always good with Muppets. Always good. Yep, it's true. Totally. Yeah, I would say that the the cameos were never something that I really paid attention to when I was a kid. Like I, I could care less. Cherry on top of the Sunday, maybe. No, like I, I genuinely, when I started watching these, these shows, I had no idea who these people were. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. and then it was only as I got older, I was like, oh, shit, wait. Oh, my God, they were on the Muppets. Okay, cool. And then I'd go back and I'd watch them again. But I, I didn't know. They were superfluous to me. I, I cared more about the Muppets. Okay. And, yeah. I like that. I don't know. I Maybe, I hope that's true for a lot of kids because that makes them timeless, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It does make it. It's well a lot of rewatchability too. Mm-hmm. The only cameo that like really like added to me, or like the the viewing experience for me, was that Star Wars episode, obviously from Muppet Show with Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's great, um, right? But the Steve Martin cameo in the Muppet movie, like my one of the other comedies I grew up watching was The Three Amigos. Oh, Three so, Amigos like, is solid. Again, yeah. made no sense now, but four year old me against trying to tie that wire to Three Amigos and Muppets mm-hmm. for whatever reason. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved that cameo. That's the only one that ever like added value to it, though. Mm-hmm. That was a cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else to add. I, I was always more of a, a Muppets Tonight fan. Like that was that was always my original love. The movies, they're cool and everything, but like I don't know. I like the I like all these little sketches that they did, and it was. I think that was probably my first introduction to theater, which is probably why I'm so involved in it now. That's so true, because, I mean, much like yeah. Star Wars, you got various actors playing multiple different roles, sometimes in makeup and what have you. Right. Uh, yeah, I always loved the backstage stuff, too, all the backstage drama going on. Uh, and it's Scooter. I was calling him Skeeter earlier. Scooter. Mm. <laughs> Scooter, the stage manager. Right. And Always dealing with that stuff. Say, that's so true. It kind of indirectly teaches you about responsibility how everyone has a job title <laughs> sure yeah he's the yeah, I guess assistant has some educational value to it sure. yeah he's the assistant associate producer gonzo's the freaking mm-hmm. nature who everyone <laughs> kind of wants to work with but doesn't want to really know personally because he's just too weird and then i know rizzo has his army of rats and they're got special mm-hmm. set of skills <laughs> and yeah and kermit is basically the charismatic leading man who thinks he's deeper and everyone just kind of knows him goes mm-hmm. hey it's a frog <laughs> go do True. do some magic tricks for us and miss piggy is basically the julia roberts Catherine Hepburn <laughs> time <laughs> the diva yeah the diva. and you um, have um and Fozzie, who just wants to get his jokes on air. Oh, yeah. Fozzie is basically, yeah, the Louis Anderson so crude comic. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there, were, there were some great gags on that. La- That's now, shit. When this is over, I got to rewatch their, that 
mockumentary Muppet show that they did because there were some great cameos, especially the Mindy Kaling one where she's coming all in and and mm. uh, she thinks she's more entertaining than they actually she actually is, and she and <laughs> they can't stand her, so they just put her in a different sketch. Mm. <laughs> Classic. Uh, there were some other guests on there too. I lost track. I know Muppets Tonight had George Decay singing on a boat in one segment or some bullshit. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And had Liz- Liza Minnelli. Uh, Liza Minnelli on the original Muppet Harry show. Harry Belafonte. Yeah, Belafonte yeah. Uh, on the. Who can forget the time that Kermit bit uh, Vincent Price on the neck, vampire style? Vincent Price. That's right. <laughs> Shit, Vincent Price. Pigs in space. Is he, is he dead? I, I'm not sure that. Oh, he's Price long is dead. dead. He's long okay, dead. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't sure, honestly. Like, I don't remember hearing about you him. Never dying, know, so. man. You never know. I mean, if you don't see a body, Good question. It's possible. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I don't personally. I don't have anything else to add from Muppets. That pretty much covers all my yeah, fever dreams. Yeah. God damn it, Max! Fever I need dreams. something more from you. No, it's good. <laughs> That's awesome. She quit, she quit texting me back because I know she's deep diving. <laughs> oh man, you gotta you gotta send that. It's gotta be the cover Max's for the episode. Family's life tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been great having you all on here. Um, first two timers and yes definitely be on max's show um uh, yeah so uh natalie uh what would you like to promote uh promote um sure i don't have anything digital going on right now but i i work with a, a theater called teatro vista it's one of the oldest uh latinx theaters in chicago um so we have um a cool little podcast audio story that's out there called the fifth world it's on spotify it's on apple the fifth world. Um, okay. i I'm, I'm just i'm wording it wrong i'm forgetting what you called it's an audio drama it's really oh, great okay. sweet it's about sweet. six episodes they're very palatable very short um very intense very cool and uh, and then i'm also an improviser so i do shows at the annoyance theater in chicago uh the annoyance yeah, I do a show called Fire and Beer on Saturdays. Uh, if there's fire, you head out to the left. If you want a beer, you head out to the right. That's the show. So I always go to the right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, that's left. <laughs> uh, now I'm confused. Same. I uh, mixed up my stage directions. <laughs> You're fired. Go left. <laughs> Oh, so Max, what does Galaxy of Film have coming up? If I haven't already, oh man, we've got a ton of stuff coming on, man. Thank you for having me on yet again. It's been a blast. Um, I know I said this last time we talked about Ice T movies. This is again something I want to talk about for forever on Galaxy of Film. So it's nice to get a chance to talk about it. Um, you know, we've got some short films coming up on our YouTube channel at Galaxy of Film. Stay tuned. We got some good content coming up for Star Wars Celebration on the podcast. Um, yeah, we got a TikTok now too. We're doing some stuff on there at Galaxy of Film. A boater we got a ton of stuff Wars coming. Has. We have a ton of stuff coming this year. It's going to be quite insane. I think we're going to try doing a film every month um, for the rest of the year, starting in June. So just depends. We got some good stuff coming. Sweet. Wonderful. Uh, I guess I'm last. Um, 
I have a monthly podcast called Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. We cover bad movies and we drink very good beer, thusly the title of our podcast. <laughs> uh, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> um, we've got some... We're, we're is. Right. <laughs> uh, our fifth year anniversary is coming up in June. Okay. So we're going to have a special show for that. Um yeah, it's that that's what it is. It's what we do. Um uh, come out and see our show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. See it now, you must. I, I can't I can't sell it any more than that. Beer and bad movies. It's it's marvelous. Beer and bad movies, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks Thank for having you. me on the show, Cam. I had a lot of fun. A thousand percent. Okay. Same good. thing, Cam. This was this was good. Let's let's do this again. Yeah, yeah this was awesome. Well, we'll get back at a topic with you guys and get this out hollering by summer. (laughs) (laughs) We'll return after these messages. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on sight! The new podcast cure-all, sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy. African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin cough, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Hey everybody, I'm Corey and I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, 
often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Greetings, friends. My name is Dean Legero, and I'm the host of the 3324 Podcast. I invite you to join me and my lifelong friend, Eric Kuber, to come with us as we discuss the music and movies that shaped our life. Each week, we'll pick an album or film that we really connect to, and not only give you some great info and trivia, but also discuss, debate, and celebrate what it means to us and the journey it took us on. We also look forward to hearing from you and giving us some of your picks for us to check out and discuss. I think it'll be a really fun experience, so come along with us for the ride. You can find us on your favorite podcast provider and at 3324.buzzsprout.com. Thanks for your time, and welcome to the 3324 family. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one-life plot, holes are gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. At Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up.